Welcome to Knights of the Video Game Table Podcast, episode 94. Huge open map. Man, there's so much to do. I can see so much as far as the eye can see. What is that in the distance? A dragon? Lasers? July 22nd, 2012. Welcome back to another episode of the Knights of the Video Game Table podcast. Uh, how is everyone doing today? Hot. I'm doing good. It's cool. um, it's probably the same weather here as it is where you are, Patrick. But uh, mm-hmm. I'm really digging it. It's like 85. It, it hasn't been that for a long time. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh it's been it's been between about um 80 and 95 over the you know when it's gotten hot here. Um, well, it's not that I necessarily mind the heat. It's just the fact that. My room gets so freaking hot out of the whole house. Oh and yeah, yeah. Podcast, I got to make sure it's quiet. So then I'm kind of stuck. So like, like we were talking about, like, can you hear the fan? It's like part of me's like, well, I don't want it to be in the podcast. The other part of me's like, fuck it, it's hot. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, then let's start by apologizing. Um, you know, we all like, like I said, we all have our fans on because it is, it is pretty hot where we are. So you know, if you hear a little uh, breeze in the background, that's where it's from. We apologize, but you know what? It's hot. So. But yeah, so uh well that's good. Um yeah, I'm I'm enjoying the weather when I'm outside, but you know, like just like Patrick said, inside my apartment it gets crazy hot in here, so uh even with the air conditioning on full blast, I'm still I'm I'm sweating a little, so Well you're fat, so Yeah, I know, and you know me, I sweat all the time, so once <laughs> once I lose some more weight, maybe I'll stop sweating. How can you? Because you keep talking about how your wife takes you out to all these places to eat. Dude, I'm telling you, I weighed myself today, and I think I gained, between last weekend and this weekend, I think I gained like seven pounds. Yeah. Sucks. Anyway, so uh, yeah, as you can tell with me this week, we have uh, uh, Frank. Frank. What's up? And Patrick. (laughs) What'd it do? And I am your host, Jeremy. I don't know, Frank. I I start to get word. It sounds like he wants to try to etch you out. He always wants to start with me first. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I don't don't know. Actually, you know, I mean... He's he's anticipating the what it do, so I don't know if he has to rush to it. <laughs> well, actually, that's part of it, but the other part is um, both this week and last week, right before I start saying names, uh, Patrick has had the last comment, so, you know, his voice is on my mind. Whoa. <laughs> well, it usually is, but, you know, no. Uh, so, um, just a bit of podcast news this week. It's, it's just more of a um, heads up to listeners. Our YouTube channel is, thanks to Patrick... And um, hopefully me soon, but Patrick so far uh, is getting some videos up there. I think you put up just two of them this week, right? Yeah, I put one up just talking about some of the stuff that we're trying to uh, change or make better. And then the second one was a gameplay video of me playing um, some Gears of War uh, 3 online. Uh, yeah. It's not the whole match, it's like a quick, like not, maybe not even 10 minute video. And, uh, you know, if, if you want to go on there, leave some comments, subscribe if you like us. Um, you know, we're not doing too much there yet, but uh, eventually and so- hopefully sooner than later, I've, I've uh, come up with a way to record our podcast directly onto YouTube. Um, uh, even though we're remote, the, the three of us will be remote, we'll still be recorded onto YouTube, uh, all three of us. So... Um, you know, if if you want to watch for those, uh, subscribe to us or just you know follow us on Twitter or YouTube, like us on YouTube, and you, all that'll be um, 
you know, distributed through there, and you'll you'll be able to get links through those. But yeah, and uh, that's about it for the YouTube channel. Um, really appreciate it to Patrick. I brought it up to him. It's kind of funny because I brought it up to him about two weeks ago. I said, Patrick, man, I really want to start doing videos and all this stuff. And then I I went to do it one night and ran out of time. And the next thing I know, Patrick's like, yeah, yeah, I'm putting up a video today. I'm like, awesome. <laughs> so at least one of us is doing it. And it's not maybe like the best of quality right now. Um, I'm I can only I'm only working with what I got at the moment. So yeah. Um, but I mean, it's not—it's not horrible. It's just we usually uh, what I've noticed is when it's light color, like a like a like a, like a lot of white, uh, like a white background or like light colors, it looks like it kind of the weight the screen's waving. You know what I mean by that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's common. And but for the majority of the part, for the majority of it, it just it flows. So I mean, like I said, we've already got some comments about how they like uh, people like my my commentary while I'm playing. So. Go check yeah. it out. Colorful commentary, that's for sure. What? <laughs> All right, let's get right into what we've been playing then. Uh, I only have one game on my list this week, and surprise, surprise, it's more Skyrim. I just been, I, I got back into it. I, I don't know if I talked about it the two podcasts ago or last podcast. I downloaded a mod that was, um, I was getting frustrated with. And the reason I was getting frustrated is because I thought that you couldn't leave the, the, the mod was a, a whole new, now I realize a whole new dungeon, basically. And um, so basically, I didn't realize it was a dungeon. I thought it was like, you know, you have to complete all the quests before you leave. And I was playing it for hours and hours, and I'm like, okay, so when is this going to end? My inventory's full, and I can't even get out of this place. What am I supposed to do? Um, so it turns out you can actually stop, stop it and go back to the regular Skyrim at any time. And, like, so I could have been, like, going, selling stuff, coming back, and re- continuing the quest. Um, I didn't know. So my rating of the whole thing went up a lot. Um, I had a lot of fun with it. It's it's really a full DLC. It would be considered a full DLC. Um, I mean... Even though I, it's a mod? Yeah, it's just a mod. Someone in the community made it, or a group. I don't know. But, I mean, I would say, seriously, that... Um, it was it it was it was as long maybe five six hours. Um, I'm gonna try to find the name of it right now. Did so it added like a whole bunch of like quests and stuff, whatever. It added a whole new. Basically, what happens is you go to this area in the game that was previously unused, and there's there's like a caravan there, and then you talk to them for a little bit, and then they're like, "Oh, you want to join our caravan? Going to uh, elsewhere is the name of the place." Or, so there's some guy, creepy guy in a van trying to lure you in there? <laughs> yeah. Come here, little boy. I've got the candy. So, so it's called the Moon Path to Elsewhere. And um, basically what it is is – let me try – I, I want to say the race names right. Um, and it's, it's in all language. That's another cool thing. So the, the Khajiit, it's basically going back to their homeland. Um, <sighs> uh-huh. Wow, Patrick. Sorry, I was drinking – I was taking my vitamins while you were doing that and it kind of got stuck. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, that uh, wasn't me going ah to what you were playing. I just went ah because I was drinking the water. <laughs> so anyway, the moon path is basically the path between um, Skyrim and elsewhere, and um, you know you're basically helping this caravan get back because the roads have become dangerous and the blah 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 whatever. And then when you get there, they're like, oh, we're grateful for your help, and uh, you know, go meet this person. And then they're like, hey, we can use your help. You know, just standard RPG stuff. Well, uh, what I was curious is, do they actually do the voicing and everything? It's fully voiced. 
Uh, would, would like are they pretty legit or is it like just? No, I like, mean, hey, dude, we we need your help over here. Can you like help us with these dragons and stuff? Is it like done pretty good? Like totally legit. I mean, I could not tell the difference between um, the get the uh, vanilla Skyrim and this mod. Now That's I'm pretty cool. I, yeah, I'm not sure. Like the mod author is Muppet Puppet, Whoa. and and literally. Like he, if you go to uh, Nexus Mod Skyrim's, yeah. he has a whole list of um, you know all the voice actors and like he had a whole team. I mean, it, it wasn't just one person, obviously. Yeah, I was just curious because uh, that was one thing I was thinking about with the mods because you know since they let you build missions and roads and you could do all this stuff, I was just curious about you know some of the mods holding up as far as like the other production like qualities. And as far as I as far as I know, he's actually planning. Um, I think he's already released one. Planning on adding expansions to his mod too. Oh, that's cool. So it's gonna basically add more quests, more story, and everything. It's um, I mean, it's really worth it. And the main reason I did this is because um, you know, I'm waiting for Dawnguard. Yeah. Uh, and it's still not out on P- PS3 or PC. So I was kind of like, I want something different. You know, something not vanilla Skyrim. And this really, really did good. I mean, he. It even says here that he created his some of his own mobs, his enemies. Yeah. So you know that's cool. Um, I guess there's four, five quest chains. Um, he actually created some of his own um, new items and all that stuff, uh, custom foliage and plants. And I think basically, I, I haven't confirmed this, but once you get through a certain amount of the content, um, the new starting area like. Like I said, you can go back and forth from there. When you go from Skyrim to elsewhere, that first zone is you can use as like your your house. Like you can store things there, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Because uh, and it's all in a jungle. It's really cool. Um, definitely, anybody who has Skyrim on PC, check it out. And I'd even suggest for those who don't have it on PC, check out the video, the trailer for it. You can um, just uh, YouTube Moonpath trailer, and I bet you it'll it'll pop up. Um, it. Like I said, once I realized you could go back and forth between it and it wasn't like one long dungeon that you couldn't get out of, it um it really changed my opinion. I took it from like a two star mod all the way up to like a four and a half star mod. Yeah. So um yeah, I'm really happy. I'm really, really happy about it. Um but that's all I played this week. Um but I did want to mention the Steam sale as I mentioned last podcast, the Steam Steam sale was going on and is ending today, so you know, I didn't buy too much, but I did buy four games. Um, I bought Dear Esther, which I heard is less of a game and more of a um, basically like a virtual story. Uh, yeah. I heard there's like really no action or anything, and I heard it's like in the vein of old Mist games and such. You know, there's a few puzzles, but most like mostly you're just listening to the story of what's going on. Yeah. Um, and then I bought The Longest Journey, which is an old game, very similar. It's it's all story driven. Um, and then I bought Magicka, and I haven't played it. I don't know anything about it other than I heard it was a good game, and it was only like two dollars. So picked that up. And then today I actually picked up Portal Two for like five bucks. Cool. So and actually, Frank, I, that deal still going if you're interested in buying Portal Two. I yeah, think, I might uh, check it out. Was it last week? It was like on Friday or something like that. Uh huh. Or Thursday. Um, I think it was like Portal to- Portal Two was like two something. Was it? Yeah, I don't know. I missed the first, uh, what, four days of the sale, so. 
Yeah, Portal 2 is $5 right now. But yeah, that, that's, that's basically... Hello? We're here. Hello. Oh. Sorry, sorry guys, uh, that was my bad. <laughs> I, I heard something weird. But anyway, um, so that's basically my, what I've been playing and what I got on Steam from this Steam sale. So let's pass it on to Frank. Well, um, as we talked about last week, how there's a new, uh, uh, what is it, free DLC for the Mass Effect 3 multiplayer, the mm-hmm. Earth uh, add-on. Mm-hmm. And um, I keep w- intending to go online and try to play it, but every time I, I load up Mass Effect, I'm like, well, you know, I'll just go and continue that replay I was doing of, uh, you know, going the negative or what is it, renegade, you know, every single time. Okay. And so I probably probably like turned on the system four or five times when they, with the intention to play the Mass Effect Three multiplayer again, but I keep end up just deciding like ah oh, just I'll do ten minutes or whatever of a uh, the story instead. So uh, I've been just going through that playthrough. I still want to go on the the multiplayer though. I probably will, probably will after this, but uh, just haven't it hasn't happened yet. Um, and then I played a little bit more of a uh, Madden Eleven. I'm still on my uh, Browns franchise. Uh, <laughs> won them their third Super Bowl <laughs> in seven years or something. <laughs> That's cool. Um, and I played a little bit of Counter-Strike Source, too. Oh, um, really? My, my friend's a fan of it, and then, uh, they were just uh, staying over here for the weekend, so um, uh, they just loaded up their Steam account and started playing it, and so um, just while they were, weren't playing, I just got on it a couple times. It's... It, it's you know it's the same game and everything, but uh, it's interesting how how well it holds up. Yeah, it it really has. Despite yeah, like being a seven year old game or so now, and considering yep. that that Counter Strike Source is only a graphical update, so the core game, you know, the maps and the the elements of the gameplay are even older than that. And even um, even Source has been around for a long yeah. time. Yeah, I mean, yeah, not- I think it was like. 2002 or 2005 or something. Yeah, I don't know, and then, something like that. Count, and then Counter-Strike, the original one, was out several years before that, too. But um, it's just interesting, interesting how it held up. It was it was fun. Um, it actually kind of got me wanting to play uh, Half-Life 2 Deathmatch again, which I'm thinking I'm going to try later on. I never played uh, that. I, I have it, but I, I never played it. It's pretty fun. Um, it's cool because, you know, you have the gravity gun and everything. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of maps where people make, like, huge like open maps like where it's like huge as far as not in just like how far you could travel but like the the map will be where you could literally like see people going up and down oh yeah really 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 far like like really huge just crazy maps and um there's a lot of uh mods or well, well different maps you know like you could apply your own rules on your own server uh-huh. and a lot of people do like areas where like could have a uh, gravity and stuff like kind of throw you up to make use of all those of all the space uh-huh. and it's just kind of fun because you you know using the gravity gun and all those other things it's it's pretty fun but i haven't played that again for a long time but you know going on counter-strike it kind of makes me think like ah, i want to play like the half-life again you know yeah but um that's pretty much all for me cool cool uh yeah just um so the original counter-strike came out in 2000 and then oh, okay. the Counter Strike Source came out in 2004. Oh, okay. So yeah, there, that goes to show you uh, that uh, basically a game from the year 2000 with 2004 graphics, <laughs> <laughs> and still really popular, really popular. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of servers and everything. It wasn't problem. It wasn't a problem finding a game. Yeah, no, I, I play every once in a while with my brother-in-law. So 
Yeah. Cool, cool. All right, how about you, Pat? Well, obviously, we know Gears of War 3. Yeah. <laughs> we were talking about the video we made. I made. Uh-huh. Um, but, um, yeah, so... Uh, still chugging along there on Dead Island, playing a shitload of that game. Yeah. I was going to buy it, but I thought you said you were going to stop playing it for a while, so I was like, oh, I'll just buy it. No, no, what I was saying was when my brother wanted to play, like, a lot, like, at, when he first got it, I was kind of like, I just need to take a break from, well, not necessarily the game, but just the beginning part, because, oh, I, okay. I, I, like I said, I played the, the first act so many times in a small period of time that uh-huh. that's that's why I was like, because, ah. like, I, I was playing my other character, which I'm almost at an act two with, and... And um, I, I, you know, was no problem. It wasn't like I felt like I was like, oh my god, again. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, and, and it's not because the game's boring. It's just like I said, I played the first part so much that it's just like I was like, okay, I need a little break from it. But we, me and him, were playing it the other day in um, Crystal, and and you know, got through got through a lot. I think we just left the. Um, no, no, we're getting to the point where we can leave the the first the island, the mm. first part, or not the island, but the first part of the. Game, Act One, uh-huh. yeah. Um, other than that, still playing some more Sonic Generations, having fun with that. Cool. That, uh, that I borrowed from you there, Jeremy. Mm-hmm. Um, I just downloaded uh, The Walking Dead Episode Two. Okay. So I still need to play it, which um, I was actually planning on playing it today. End up going to the grocery store and then started watching uh, baseball. So, <laughs> um, which if I start yelling, that's what I'm watching now. I'm watching the A's game. But uh, so yeah, so I'll probably next week I'll I'll talk about about that one. Like I know about it because I watched Crystal play it, but you know I still want to do what my my own thing with it. Yeah. So uh, I'll move on to what's coming out. So what's coming out for the week of seven twenty nine to eight four. You have Kingdom Hearts 3D Dream Drop Distance Distance for the 3DS. Uh, Daylight uh, for the XBLA. Um, I, and Final Fantasy Dimensions for uh, IP. There wasn't really much, so we don't normally do those games, so I wanted to put something up there. What is Final Fantasy Dimensions? Is your idea? Um, I didn't look too much into it. I can look it up while we do some news. Yeah, okay. Uh, or we not, not, the- yeah, not that uh, I'm going to be able to get it because it's for iPhone, but still. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's pretty much that's what, yeah, a, a game for the iPhone. But um, that uh, Daylight, what did I say, not Daylight? Deadlight. Thank you. <laughs> I got off the screen. It looks kind of cool. It's like a, a it's called, it's a, it's a cinematic action puzzle platformer. From Tequila Works, set in an American West Coast in the in the apocalyptic world. Cool. So it seems interesting. I might actually uh, see how much it is and download it. Maybe not right away, but, um, but let's see. The dimensions it doesn't really say much. It just says Final Fantasy. Yeah, it has nothing on it other than it says Final Fantasy Dimensions. Okay <laughs> yeah. then. I from what I I think I recall this one. It was actually. I think what they were doing was they were, create, they were creating a new Final Fantasy game, but it was going to be in the style of like perhaps like Final Fantasy two to five or something. Um, 
So it was supposed to be like a new Final Fantasy story, but it was going to be made to look like the retro ones. Cool. You know, it's kind of screenshots. That's that's all they have. So I mean, I can send you the link for the screenshots, but um, other than that, it's it, it doesn't have no info. <laughs> well, that's cool. All right, well, that's it for um, releases then, and I guess we'll take a quick break and get into news stories. Um, Yeah, so we'll be right back. back from our break and um frank you want to just say tell me what you told me about the final fantasy uh game yeah basically it's a new story um as far as like the final fantasy goes um and uh it's basically going to just be a new final fantasy game but done to look like the retro games um you know with the blue menus and everything and where you pick attack and everything like that um and it's going to be released uh episodic well, well through episodes uh, and from what I understand, it doesn't matter which order you play the episode. So if you just want to play episode three, you hear it's good, you could play that one only. Or if you do have them all and you want to just play them however you can, I guess yeah. they're not entirely linked. Well, the ones that um, I, I mentioned that this sounds like is the uh, the After Years, that Final Fantasy IV After Years that came out um, on Wii, and prior to that it was in Japan on cell phones. Yeah. Um, basically, the way they did it is... Um, they waited too long. It was once a month. They came out. I think it was once a month. They came out with a new episode, and the only ones that you had to play in order, you had to play the first one. Yeah. And then um, the next uh, eight of them you could play in any order, and then you ha- the last one you had to beat all of them before you played it. Oh, okay. So basically, it was like the first and last one had to be the first and last, but the eight in between could be done in any order. Um, because essentially what happens is uh, the first one sets the story and the last one, all of them meet, all the characters meet up and, you know, finish the story. Yeah. So, um, it was a lot of fun, that one. And, you know, this, that seems really cool. I'm hoping it comes on Android. Like I was telling him during the break, um, Square Enix seems to, uh, come out on iPhone first and within a couple months, usually maybe six months, it comes out on Android too. So, uh, but so I, I wouldn't be surprised if, if you see this if we see this on Android. I will be buying it day one. So, um, so yeah. All right. So let's uh, you know get right into some news. All right. So the first news story is Patrick's headlines. Borderlands <laughs> Two will have. 58 hours of gameplay. That's pretty good. Yes, it is. Uh, also, what? oh, go ahead. 
Oh, no, I was just going to say, I wonder, because um, I notice a lot of games are kind of going away from, like, the, you know, like, that, that much gameplay. But, I mean, that's interesting. It's, it's cool that they, they're doing it. Well, if anyone would do it, I see Borderlands because, and I'm not saying that they're 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 gonna like pat their hours. They probably didn't do it that way. They probably designed the game first and realized it took that long. But you know, it's a lot of wide open areas, a lot of uh, side quests that go back to the same areas. So I'm not surprised at this. I think the first game, um, even the first game, was like thirty something hours if you did everything without yeah. it, that you know without the DLC. So fifty eight hours, although that is a lot for a uh, um, first person shooter. But not a lot for an RPG, and since it's both, I guess it works. Well, <laughs> well, the Gearbox vice president of marketing, Steve Gibson, said that he, what he said was what uh, what we like to look, uh, what we like to think about is Borderlands is a hobby. He said some uh, guide guys just play, did a playthrough of Borderlands Two, and they reported back to us that it it takes fifty eight hours to play through the the campaign. Yeah, exactly. And that's just. A playthrough with one character, no DLC, no, you know, that's it's just that's that's one playthrough by your, the whole campaign. That's and that's awesome. Yeah, that's that's definitely awesome. <clears throat> and then also in a related story, um, Gearbox um, is done making Borderlands too, and they are now working on the DLC. Yeah, that's um interesting. Again, that's that's something that I'm not surprised about with this company. Um that they would have a, you know, release later in the year and be done with it and already moving on to the DLC way before it even comes out. Cuz uh you, you know, I mean Borderlands 1, I won't say it was the most polished game in the world, but it definitely was um a lot more complete than some of these other games. And that's cool. I mean, a lot of companies used to do this and you know they used to finish their game and already start working on either the next game or an expansion or DLC, um, but it doesn't happen very much anymore because of production time. So I'm I'm happy to see this. It usually means the game's going to come out and it's going to be pretty good. Well, one of the um, DLCs we're working on is a um, I don't know if I'm going to say this right. Merch, Merch Romancer character class. Probably Merc. Merc Merc Romancer. Yeah, probably. Necromancer. Necromancer. Uh, M-E-C-H-R-O-M-A-N-C-E-R. Yeah, Necromancer. And that one actually, they, they said that, um, yeah, they said that DLC will be, uh, like, within the first couple of weeks of the game coming yeah, out. Yeah, it says it will be released as a free DLC about ni- 60 to 90 days after the launch for members of, for, of the Borderlands 2 Premier Club. Gamers can score the Premier Club Pass by pre-ordering the game. Oh, then I already have it. Awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this game, man. I love the first one so much. And I'm really looking forward not to playing with Patrick. Telling I was about to say, <laughs> I, I'm looking forward to getting the game and then having people say, let's play co-op. Dude, we hella got to play co-op. Get the game. We'll play co-op. And then, oh, yeah, we don't play this game no more. Or, yeah. oh, yeah, we already started a campaign and um, go fuck your face. Well, no. Uh, actually, I was just talking to my brother-in-law about it. He, he asked me, like, who do I know that's going to play? I was like, well, me... Um, and him, of course, and then you, Patrick, and I think my brother. So I think it's four players. What about you, uh, Frank? Are you planning on getting this? I, you know, I I wasn't really planning on getting it, but just you know, like you were saying, the thought of getting it and then consistently avoiding Patrick online nonstop it, <laughs> it sounds pretty fun. It was. I mean, it was pretty challenging. Sometimes I had to uh, go offline on Xbox and laugh at him, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, Patrick. I never really did that. <laughs> 
But uh, I mean, it it looks cool. Uh, the first one, like I said, it was that that deal where it seemed like it wasn't as interesting when you're playing solo. Um, oh, definitely not. I hope they improve how the quests are introduced. I didn't like all that reading. It, um, for it being a shooting game, it just kind of it kind of like took the fun out every now and then. Where and I mean, I know you didn't have to read the the stories really because you could usually figure it out. It's just like go kill some stuff or something. <laughs> but um, but uh, you know, for me, like a, I like RPGs, so I like some kind of story. And it seemed like most of the story was, you know, through general parts of the game was from reading the quests and reading. You know, in a shooting game, it just kind of slowed the pace down. But you right. know. It, it was a really good game for the first in the the series. I mean, you know, if they fix up and clean up a lot of the, the little things that I like, I didn't like, which me, I was probably one of the only few people who <laughs> who got annoyed by that. But um, no, I don't know. like to read either. So, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, if they if they if you know they they fasten the pace, I mean, I'd, I'd be down to try it out. And you know, I, for sure, if anything, I'm gonna like rent it or something and give it a, a go. But um, yeah. All right. Yeah. Cool. Cool. All right, so um, Mass Effect 3, as I think I'm sure we've talked about it, was confirmed for the Wii U a while back. Um, and this is an interesting piece of news for those of you who plan on playing it on the Wii U, is that the, it, it includes the extended cut as a part of the seamless, or seamless part of the game, meaning no, um, you don't have to download it, you don't have to, like, uh, it's, not, it's not just on the disc, it's actually in the di- like in the game itself. And But they're saying a lot of people are, are mad because... The original endings, the ones that um, came before this DLC, will not be available. So there's no like toggle switch to go like original or extended cut. Yeah. Um, and you know, for me, I'm like, well, what's the difference? If you really, really want to see the original endings and play it on a different system, uh, it's not like the Wii U's even out yet. So yeah, there's no like, you know, 10 million Wii U owners are like, oh, I'm the only one that you know. I mean, you know, doesn't get to see it. And yeah, it's. The only people that are mad about yeah, the only people that are mad about this are would be the people who didn't want who liked the original ending. I mean, for me, I liked the original ending, but at the same time, I'm like, you know what? If I really, really only played it on Wii U and I beat the game, and I'm like, oh, you know, I'm curious what it what it was like before. That's what YouTube's for. And I mean, I guess you just can't make everyone happy because you no. know like a lot of people complain about the original ending, and so for if anyone was annoyed that they can't see the original ending on on their Wii U that they haven't bought yet, yeah, exactly. Like, oh. Seriously, I mean, yeah, it, it's ridiculous. Um, but and I mean, it, I'm glad that I read the article and I'm glad I'm reporting it. But at the same time, if anyone's really mad about this, that you know, you won't be able to see the original endings on the future system about a game that's going to have already been out probably at least a year, then, you know, I mean, you, you've had... <laughs> boo Yeah, boo basically. Then you're probably not even... You probably didn't even know there's an extended cut at that point because you're not paying attention to the, the game anyway. Yep. Anyway. All right. So, uh, Frank? So, yeah, uh, there was... Um, it's there was a case against EA for the last, like, four or five years, I believe, um, uh, antitrust case saying that they had a monopoly on... Uh, the whole football, well, American-style football and video games. And after five years, um, they got sued, and they're going to have to pay $27 million, which isn't really much. No, not much. Uh, back, back to the fans. And I'm assuming if you bought an EA game, if, you have, like, if you're on their mailing list, they're going to give you a little letter, like if you want to collect your money. Um, uh, customers are basically going to get $6 if they bought a, a Madden or NCAA game. On the PlayStation 2 and 
I believe it's the GameCube and original Xbox, and you'll get a dollar ninety-eight if you bought a Madden or NCAA game on Xbox 360 or PlayStation 3. So yeah, there you go. Wow. And also the main thing uh, about this case uh, was that uh, starting from 2014 going into 2019, uh, EA will have to forego its exclusivity rights to NCAA and Arena Football League games, um, which they've pretty much maintained their exclusivity, exclusivity on all like football games since 2005, 2004 or so about. Um, so it'll be kind of interesting. I mean, once they open it up to starting in 2014 to other games, you know, producing NCAA games, uh, it could start um, some competition, which the whole genre hasn't really had for a long time. Yeah, definitely. You know, they weren't going to let go of the NFL license, though. Yeah, that's the one thing. It's it's kind of funny because you know they they're they're giving 27 million back to customers, saying that they were. Uh, you know, price gouged because, you know, after 2K5, NFL 2K5 went away, which was selling for 20 or $30 uh, after they, after EA got the exclusivity to the NFL, uh, they, they were able to raise their price up to 60. Um, for a year or two, uh, Madden went for about $30 to compete with 2K. Um, oh yeah, I remember that. But once they got the exclusivity rights, they're like, hey, we're the only NFL game. Let's go back to <laughs> as the top price, you know? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, they do still uh, maintain their NFL exclusive uh, rights. Uh, that contract, though, ends in 2013. Uh, recently, in 2011, it was extended to 2013. Um, but after that, it's still not clear uh, if they're going to go for it or not. I'm pretty sure they're going to go for it, but yeah, I assume uh, so. It's not a given. But I want to, I want to, I want to know how we get our money because I want my. Let's see, a dollar ninety-five each. I'd say that's probably about. I got about three or four dollars coming my way. <laughs> yeah, <I> got, <laughs> and even me being like a big man in person I, I probably got like eight bucks or something <laughs> coming my way so it's like eh. but i'm, I'm kind of i'm thinking what they do with most lawsuits is they'll just find like um the customer mailing list and like you know if you sign if you log in with your email on madden or something yeah pop, your ea account yeah they'll yeah. email everyone who has a madden uh on their ea account um one other funny thing that i, I found in um uh all this stuff of looking up with uh the ea ea's um what is it? Uh, exclusivity rights and everything, and which, uh, uh, whatever, which deals they went after. It's kind of crazy how how they they even went after the ESPN rights, and they haven't done anything with them. Um, I don't know if you know, like uh, the 2K games. Uh-huh. They used uh, ESPN in the games, so they would have like ESPN like um, like highlights and stuff like that when you were playing on Madden or not Madden the. NFL 2K games. Uh-huh. Just to make sure no one could do anything with football, they got the rights for ESPN and video games from 2005 to 2020. Wow. And they spent $800 million on that, and they haven't done anything with the rights. It's pretty much they just bought the ESPN rights just so no one else could use it. Yeah. that I'm surprised that someone didn't step in then to, ju- you know. Yeah, and... It's the same deal with the Arena Football League. They had the rights to those, to that, you know, uh, franchise to use their teams for all these years, and they never did anything with that. I mean, granted, the AFL did 
have a year where they didn't play because of losing money and whatnot. Uh-huh. It's kind of crazy that they you know locked up the NFL, the NCAA, the AFL, and ESPN contracts for all those years. They spent a like billion dollars and stuff, and a lot of it was just to make sure no one else does a football game. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. I mean, you know, eight hundred million dollars for ESPN, and they haven't done, they haven't used ESPN in any of their games once. Like, yeah. Well, well, they do have the where you could see the videos. I think. Yeah. When the season is ongoing, you could like download ESPN highlights or something. Uh huh. Um, overall, they don't really use it. It's not a selling point. It's something in the game, but it's not even ever really mentioned. Yeah. Ads and whatnot, but. But yeah. Anyway. Um, you know, NCAA will we could we could possibly see someone other than EA developing one soon. Well, that'd be nice, and you know, it, if it works, I mean, if it works for somebody, maybe uh, even the NFL, you know, something will happen with their license with the NFL, and we'll see some competition again. Yeah. Uh, all right. So um, I don't remember if I I don't remember if I mentioned this last podcast or not, but there's this new Kickstarter for a, a new video game system called Oya. Oh, it's uh, sp- spelled O-U-Y-A. And I don't think I went over it, so I'm going to go ahead and give a brief description of what it is. Um, it's picking up a lot of ground, and it's, it's going to happen. So if you're interested at all and you want to get in the ground floor, um, now's the best time to do it. So basically, it's, it, their headline is, A New Kind of Video Game Console. And basically what it is, is it's based on Android's operating system, which, as I was telling you know Frank and everybody... Or, or Frank and Patrick during the break, um, Android operating system is extremely easy to program for. It's basically, essentially, just slightly harder than uh, programming for Windows themselves, uh, for Windows itself. And um, so, you know, this is this is why a lot of games are coming out on Android now, um, because of the ease ease to do it. The problem with Android up to this point was that the the phones and the graphics chips and everything were just not up to par for some of the hard, uh, some better. I'm sorry, some of the bigger games. Um, so basically, what this is is this is going to be a home system that you hook up to your TV, and it's HD and all that stuff. Um, and it's going to have both. It's going to have access to the Android market. Not sure if it's going to be the Android market or. Um, somewhat of the Android market, like maybe the Amazon an- Android market. Plus, it'll have access to all kinds of uh, new games that are going to come out. Some of the games that they're already talking about um, that are going to be ported over there are possibly like Skyrim, Mass Effect, um, Assassin's Creed, and pretty much anything you can think of that's popular. Um, and I'm trying to find the specs for it and everything. Uh, so it's it's on a um, Tigger 3 quad-core processor, which if, if you know technology, you're probably saying, well, what is that? It doesn't say the, the how fast it is, but the fact that it's a quad-core processor, even if it's a 1 gigahertz uh, quad-core processor, that's better than either uh, PlayStation 3 or X, Xbox 360. Um, it does have 1 gig of RAM, which again is better than either of the current systems. It only has 8 gigs of internal flash memory, but I believe um, you can expand that up to 64 gigs with the uh, SD card. Um, As I said, it hooks up to your TV at 1080p support. Uh, It has Wi-Fi for the Internet. It has Bluetooth connectivity, um, USB 2.0, and uh, the controller is basically very similar to, I'd say, let's see, what is it most similar to? Um... 
I guess Xbox 360, but I mean, they didn't copy Xbox 360, but it's it's similar to that. And um, it also has the Ethernet uh, port. So you know, for those of the people who don't have Wi-Fi or uh, prefer the just plugged in, like I do, uh, it has all that. And you know, so this is a really cool thing. It's on Kickstarter right now, and um, if you do the ninety-nine dollar level. You actually get a system before it comes out in stores. So, uh, huh? What the hell? You know, like right before it comes out in stores, you'll get your your copy. Yeah. Um, for for being a, a you know a early early adopter, and I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna go ahead and pledge the ninety nine dollars. And to give you an idea of how much money has been pledged to this, they said that they could come out with the basic system for uh, nine hundred and fifty thousand dollars. They have now raised uh, five point four million dollars. So uh, basically, a little over five times what they originally asked for, um, and I mean, basically, it's it's a it's a system for everybody. Um, it it has both social gaming, such as you know your words with friends and such such like that, but it also is going to have the uh, hardcore games. Uh, and so the reason I brought this up, and the reason my actual story this week is uh, the Oya got its first exclusive game announced um the guy who is 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 gonna uh the game is called human element and it's actually a i guess a prequel to the original human element which i didn't know there was one but it's a zombie action game and it's by yes! uh okay ha. that must have been the a's yep just got a home seth smith just got a home run tied yep. up the game either that or you really really love um zombies yeah that's what i thought it was oh, that too um, <laughs> but anyway, so so the company who who's going to be making it is uh, uh, Robotoki, which is the guy who um, the former Infinity Ward uh, founder. Uh, I mean, the inf- former Infinity Ward employee Robert Bowling. Uh, and he's he he. It's his company that he founded after the whole uh, Infinity Ward stuff. So you know that's a big name. It's a big game, and uh, other games are to come. Uh, some of the bigger publishers have said that they want to support it, but they're going to wait to see how it does at first. Um, so basically what it means is, you know, this this will have some good games when it comes out, but if it sells well and if it does good, then it's going to become, uh, you know, your next Xbox or, or PlayStation, you know. It's going to... Oh, and another thing I forgot to mention about it is the games... Are built on a free games, uh, free free to play, um, uh, you know, it's built built on that free to play model. There you go. Um, basically, which means every single game that comes out for the console will either be free demo, free levels, or completely free. Um, so this means that people can come out, you know, with with games that. They they don't want to charge for. They just want to get their names out there. Maybe they'll be free. They'll come out with games that are they're like okay, well, um, we're we're gonna give you the first half of the game for free. But if you want to play more, then you can play. And then there'll be just demos. But every single game you'll be able to play it and check it out before you buy it. So and that's something that you know, uh, 360 has done pretty good. But there's still uh, you know some games where you're like, well, I'd love to try a demo, but there is no demo. You know. So it looks, it looks pretty interesting. I was looking up the Kickstarter page. Like, yeah, 
Yeah, and like I said, I'm gonna be buying this. Uh, I just I haven't done it yet. I keep forgetting. Oh, and it has a uh, built-in um, webcams. And if you look, Frank, I don't. Uh, if you look at the bottom, and, and I'll I'll post a link to this on our show notes. Um, if you look at the bottom picture, you can. Um, Oh no! Not a webcam. I'm sorry. Not a built-in webcam. It built-in support for things like uh, Twitch TV and and things like that. I'm actually uh, thinking that what what I was reading was that you could easily add a webcam to it, and you could have like Skype and all that stuff. Also, um, for anybody who knows Android, is it's this is fully rootable and fully customizable. So basically, the community can make whatever it wants. It can make apps. It can make add-ons. It can make anything all within the terms of service. The company who's making this says, you know what? You want to hack it? You want to add your own peripherals? You want to add your own add-ons? Go ahead. So they're embracing that part of Android, which, you know, Android is the easiest to do. So, I mean, you could literally, um, with with the right community, you could turn this into pretty much anything you want, you know? Yeah. And I'm guessing, I'm not 100% sure about this, but I'm guessing they're going to make it to where it's upgradable, too. It it doesn't make sense not to. That was just, that's just me. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we'll see. I'm uh, like I know I've said it three times. But I'm gonna say it again. I'm definitely gonna be buying this. Um, there is how many days? Are you gonna left? buy it? I, I'm definitely gonna buy it, Patrick. <laughs> there, there is 17 days left for this um, as of the 22nd. So um, you know there should be at least eight days left by the time this podcast comes up. I mean, not eight days. I'm sorry, 12 days. <laughs> um. <laughs> or knowing me, maybe we'll be eight. Anyway, uh, or so two yeah. days, two days. Yeah, hurry, days. hurry, check right now. It, it might be uh, already <laughs> expiring today. Already <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, so yeah, definitely check this out. It, it's it's something that looks awesome, and you know, especially for those. I mean, you know, you might say that Xbox sold because you know Microsoft is a big big name, same as Sony when the PlayStation came out. But this is this might be someone who's really not known. But the th- same thing is the thing is you know those systems weren't guaranteed to do anything, and look at them now. That's why I'm fully supportive supportive of this. Yeah, I mean it's interesting you know, if uh, I mean if they succeed and there's like another uh, you know name in the console market that'll be interesting. And this one's you know totally open source and all that stuff, so it. it will really force um, Xbox and PlayStation 3, if it gets popular enough, it'll really for- force them to uh, be more open and, and charge less. And, you know, kind of like we were talking about with Madden, you know, if someone else gets the license, you know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to make everybody happy except for the people who are making millions from it who are yeah. going to have to, you know, cut the costs and everything. Uh, yep. All right. So, yeah, that, that's it. Go check that out on Kickstarter. Um, I'll have a link in the show notes. But, again, you can just uh, Google... O U Y A and it's the second link or first link. So yeah, Patrick. Well, developers for God of War pull back on violence on women. Why? I don't know. Um, I mean, I'm not saying I'm some woman beater or something at all. Not at all. But if it's been part of the game from how many games now? Uh, you got God of War three, got one, two, three, and then two origin stories. That's five games. And they've been doing the same thing in all those games. And then all of a sudden, oh, we're going to dial back on women against violence. Probably because some feminist stupid bitch cried about it. Oh, my God, he hit a woman. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know how I feel about that stuff. And it's kind of ridiculous that they'd, pull, that they, they'd have to announce it. I mean, it, it, I'm surprised they even announced it. They should have just came out with it. If, and if the violence is a little pushed back, who cares? You know, no one will probably even notice. Well, yeah, but I mean, to me, it's like, 
you you've made all these games the same for like I said all these all this whole time. Now all of a sudden you're going to try to change some shit up, and it's like, why? Yeah, well, I make, mean, it doesn't make any sense because the games are selling. So it's not like, oh, well, we're not going to buy the game because, you know, he could have, you know, bought that chick dinner after he pounded the shit out of her twenty times in a row for red orbs. You know what I mean? It's like tough shit. That's so if that's how that game is, that's how that game is. You want equal rights? Well, guess what? Back in those days, women got treated like shit. Now the game's more realistic. Be happy. Well, I mean, that's not even that. I mean, the fact that they're both uh, males and females are getting beat in that game. That's well, that's what I mean. It's but even you know. Yeah. And well, seen. you know what I was gonna say is like, um, you know, Afro man changed his ways and wrote a religious album. The, the dev for God of War could change his ways and tone back the violence. That's bullshit. <laughs> violence should not be toned back on a God of War game, period. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, it's God of War. What do you That'd be like the next um, Gears of War game coming out, and, oh, there's no weapons. It's all sword and shield fighting. But and, uh, they're nerf, sh- they're ner- they're, they're nerf <laughs> swords and shields. And then, uh, oh, I just forgot. Oh, and then... Um, and then I heard the, the Deftones, the band, in, in a, one interview, they said, uh, we're not mad at anything anymore. <laughs> so, they, so they made their songs more happier. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I'm just saying, yeah. We're they, not angry anymore. They, they, could, uh, they could change their ways. I don't know. But it is kind of weird that they would even announce it. I mean, yeah. like, like you were saying, I mean, if they did tone it back, like, unless they went ultra, there's, you know, where... Blood... <laughs> yeah, like nothing, you know, where nothing even happened, you know, and, and you know, like you were saying, like if they brought out like Nerf guns and something, then then yeah, everyone would notice and it'd be like, what the hell? But if they just tone it back a bit, like I don't, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. In all honesty, you're right. We probably wouldn't have even noticed, but they announced it and they made sure they put in there that it's less violence towards women. You know, now like you're that for it too. Not what? necessarily, but now people are going to be watching for it. Well, exactly. But what I'm saying is it's not like I'm like, you know, sitting here saying go out and beat your woman if they don't do what you ask them to. You know, no, nothing like that. But I'm just saying if it's part of this game, after five fucking games have come out for it, actually six, I think there wasn't there an iPhone game for it or something on Android? Uh, I don't know. Well, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Either way, you know, that it's just, that's like them pretty much saying, okay, well, here's a fighter game. But if if someone picks a female character, you have to pick another female character. You can't be a male character now. <laughs> hey, hey, don't say that on the podcast. Someone might actually get the idea to do that. <laughs> Shit. Uh, but yeah, so well, I mean, to me, it's like again, it's like if it doesn't, if they, the reason they announced it most likely is because they wanted people to the people who complained to know. And, yeah, that's what I, I kind of figured. Is that maybe yeah. they had some critics like that avoided the game because of. Yeah, what they heard or something. I, I know I, I never played the game myself, so I mean I, I didn't even know. So I'm like, eh. well, the game the game's no good. I mean, no one really likes the game. Yeah, I think I think oh, it's right. like I think it's all like five copies the last one or something. Yeah, basically. maybe five copies in the last hour. <laughs> yeah, probably actually. All right. Um, so you know the Star Wars: The Old Republic, as we talked about last week, uh, it, its sales keeps dropping and. Um, you know, a lot of people are are coming out and saying, you know, why why they think um, the games lo- are losing so many people, and this is one that I actually want to share a little. Um, it's it, it's a it's not just one person's opinion. It was actually a a lot of people's opinion, and I actually kind of agree with it. That 
you know, one of the best parts about the, story, the Star Wars game, the MMO, was the storyline. That was one of the things that kept me going, that kept me wanting to play it. Um, you know, I kept wanting to get through the storyline and, and find out more about my character and everything. But, you know, a lot of the people who got to end game, the, set, the thing that they, they were like, well, now that I beat the story, there's really nothing, nothing more to do. I mean, yeah, you can raid and stuff, but after going through such a rich story, the raiding really doesn't mean anything other than, you know, upgrading armor and prestige. So, you know, basically a lot of people are saying the downfall of the game and the reason the game is, is doing, it keeps going down is because people are finishing the storyline and not playing anymore. It's as simple as that. And they're, they're saying that that's why this game actually really does lend itself more to a free-to-play model. And um, another thing that was in this article is uh, um, an, uh, analysts say that if it reaches down as low as like 400,000, 500,000 subscribers, then it may be too late to go even go free-to-play. And, you know, sure, when you go to free-to-play, you have like that rush of subscri- subscribers. But then all of a sudden, you know, no one's playing again because you've lost all your core people who've moved on to other games. Um, well, then they should hurry up and go free-to-play, and I'll be back. <laughs> me too, and I, I really believe that if they went to free-to-play, I would, I mean, I would play, although I still have my account for another week, but I'm locked out of it because of, uh, of another story that I actually heard about that happened is, the, you know, the uh, authenticator for, for Android and iPhone? Mm-hmm. Heard it actually messed up, and a lot of people got locked out of the game. I have it downloaded, but I never put my information in. So yeah, I mean, all I have to do is call and you know uh, talk to him on the phone. I guess it's pretty easy to resolve, uh, and I'm going to do that so I can cancel my subscription. But you know, it's just it's just the fact that a few times where I have gone and wanted to play, it was like you know six eight o'clock at night, and I'm like, well, I guess I can't play then because I can't even get into my game. But anyway, well, so I mean, but I mean, it's been out for what since December, so. You know, more than half a year, and um, <clears throat> or just about, and um, I mean, like, how much longer until you think you're going to see some expansions? Uh, well, they've come out with the uh, content upgrades, which is, you know, free stuff. Um, you well, I mean, other than being able to be a Wookiee or whatever, you know. Usually, you don't see expansions <laughs> until at least a year to year and a half. <clears throat> Sorry. Okay? Yeah, uh, at least a year, year and a half. Um, I mean, Rift is just just now announced theirs, and they've been out for a year and a half. They announced theirs for later this year or early next year. So I mean, that that's probably about right. A year and a half to two years is when when you see a first expansion. So you know, I wouldn't be surprised if you if you don't hear about one soon. But well, I mean, I'm just saying you might want to push something if you're losing subscribers. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's true. I and mean, I- going free to play and then. Throwing out an expansion around the, around the same time, yep, that would bring a lot of people. Because then, then they can easily charge you know uh, fifty dollars for the expansion, but then all of a sudden, oh well, they may have charged fifty dollars for the expansion, but I'm not paying the monthly anymore. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's what they, they should do. And and I don't know. I'm I'm kind of hesitant. I'm wondering why it, what's taking them so long to go to free to play. I mean, not not to announce that they're going to go to free to play. Not that they have to go right away, but an announcement saying you know. Um, on the one-year anniversary of the game, we will go free-to-play. You know, truthfully, that'll probably keep a lot of subscribers from stopping right now. I mean, Maybe. who are still playing, they're going to be like, well, I might as well keep keep my subscription. 
You know, my, my thing was I just couldn't at the moment completely afford it, and the fact that you know it was it was hell trying to get you to get to get on to play. So yeah, yeah, I know, I know. But anyway, so that's that's kind of what's going on with um, people in people's minds for uh, the old republic. <clears throat> Sorry, hold on one second. That's quite all right. You, uh, yeah. I'm fine. I just had something in my throat, uh, or or it was the strawberry I just ate. Even though I'm allergic to strawberries. Uh, anyways, scientists using the connect to study locusts, not in the hollow, <laughs> actual locusts. <laughs> I was like, uh, <laughs> go ahead. Um, yeah. Though so they, I guess they. Uh, accidentally, while they were doing this, found out that like when because they're trying to predict like say locust swarms, uh huh. And I guess they when you uh, by using the connect, they found out that in a locust swarm, it's not just them going through and eating a bunch of shit. What it is is they're actually trying to eat each other. Oh, really? And the swarm uh, 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 where it looks like there's a bunch of them trying to like get at one thing, and they're actually trying to either not be eating or eat another locust. That's crazy. And they found this out by using the connect. So well, whatever works. <laughs> exactly. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean the connect is already uh non video game wise, it's already had a lot of impact on the world. It's pretty it's well, yeah, pretty cool like, to hear. What was the other one about trying to help people who are blind see? Like, yes. Or navigate, not see, but yeah, navigate. navigate. Navigate, yeah. And some places are already using that. Um I mean, it's just it's really cool technology, and it it will go further. And when it does, I think that uh, you know, I mean, I think that it can go a lot further, and it might become the the next in a lot of uh, sections, not just gaming. Next, uh, you know, innovation, motion control for computers, TVs, all that stuff. Yeah. All right, so a few weeks ago, I think it was two podcasts ago, I mentioned that the Fez patch that had come out um, was uh, on a certain uh, people was giving save file corruption notices. Um, well, the company who makes Fez took it down and was like, oh, we'll fix it, we'll fix it. And now they decided that, well, we can't fix it um, due to Microsoft charging us, um, quote, tens of thousands of dollars unquote, to put up a new patch, basically. Even if they change one line of code, um, that they're saying that Microsoft would have to go through the whole process of uh, this and that, and it would cost them tens of thousands of dollars. Um, that doesn't really sound uh, accurate, but, you know, I don't know. Um, but basically, they're, they, so they put up the patch again. They're saying, you know what, the patch only affects about 1% of the players, so, you know, we hate to do this to our crowd, but, uh, you know, basically got to deal with it and phil fish which is the designer basically came out and said you know if we had come out with our game on steam this would never happen uh this game this this would have been fixed and it wouldn't have cost us anything or very little um and basically uh next day i think it was microsoft came out and said uh this isn't true we offered to work with them yes it's true that we it would have to go through our process again but it doesn't cost tens of thousands of dollars uh microsoft says it's their fault that uh, they they sent us a message saying that um, they just they just want it back up and you know that it's not affecting that many people so just leave it alone. And Microsoft is saying they they don't want to take any fault for this. And um, uh, Phil Fish says that it's mostly Microsoft's fault. So you know it's one of those things. But for those people who are paying Fez and might have gotten the corrupt save, you know either either 
for those people, I guess, just um, delete the the patch and just live with it. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> All right. Um, and uh, let's see. Portal Two is heading for space. No, really. NASA is sending a panel with an engraved character from the game to a space station. Um, I'm sending you guys the link so you can check it out. But uh, pretty much, it's like a uh, one of the it's a uh, NASA um, someone from NASA secretly engraved uh, this the little this little round guy. <laughs> I don't know what the hell his name is. I'm looking right now from Portal Two. Huh. And. Um, on a on a panel that's heading with a bunch of other stuff out there. Oh, to, uh, that guy. International Space Station. That's awesome. Yeah. So, uh, but uh, apparently it was in a from it's a nominous test tech from NASA. You know, they, whoever did it obviously isn't coming forward and saying, "Hey, yeah, look, I did this." And yeah, of course. <laughs> I don't, of course, if it's NASA, I'm pretty sure they, they they have their ways of finding out if they really want to. Yeah, you know, but I'm sure if it's not a big deal, just let it go, you know? I would think it's not that big a deal, but... Yep. You know. Yep, yep, basically. All right. And then oh. finally... Yeah, all right, good last one, too. Uh, new Final Fantasy um, thirteen news coming in September 1st. There's talks of a Final Fantasy thirteen three and a Final Fantasy thirteen Versus. Well, versus has been uh, un- was announced like uh, eight years ago or six years ago. It's it's the it's new uh thir- new versus news basically um, is what everyone's expecting. Well, we'll see. Yeah, well, thirteen versus has been like I said in development since uh, a long time. I was in- did you read the new Game Informer, Pat? I got it, but I haven't gone through the whole thing. Yeah, there's a there's a funny list, and there's like uh, things that have happened since uh, Versus 13 was announced, and it was like all three Mass Effect games have come out, all the every Assassin's Creed game has come out, and a few other ones I'm forgetting, you know. And this is one of the most uh, anticipated games in the Final Fantasy franchise in a long time. So uh, the fact that it, you know hardly anything has been even talked about. Um, makes any kind of news important. That's why this is kind of like headline news. Well, um, the Final Fantasy thirteen three, they were talking about it was something called like the, the Lightning Chronicles. So I'm assuming it's just going to be about lightning. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Instead of her sister. <laughs> yep, basically. All right. Well, that's it for news. And now it is time for... Versus. Right, it's time for Versus. Yeah. Um... So yeah, it's uh, week fourteen, and um, you know we're getting to the finals. This is the last match before the final match, um, and so I guess I'll just start off with uh, our combatants. Uh, first up, we have Spider Man. Spider Man. <laughs> um, and of course, uh, you know his uh, his victories to get to this point uh, was in week six. He actually beat Master Chief with eighty uh, percent of the fan vote. And and then in week eleven he beat Sonic the Hedgehog with a three zero uh, host vote win. Mm-hmm. And you know a little about him again is uh, his strengths are agility, uh, superhuman strength. He could web sling. He has a spider sense, and all that fun stuff. Um, and he, sorry. And uh, as far as his debut, he debuted in 
comic the comic book Amazing Fantasy number fifteen in August nineteen sixty two, and in the, his first video game debut was Quest Probe Spider Man in nineteen seventy eight. Cool. Then for his his opponent we have Link. Link uh, debuted in the with the Legend of Zelda in nineteen eighty six. And, of course, uh, his victories to get to this point were uh, in Week 7, he beat Ryu with 86% of the fan, fan vote. And in Week 12, he beat Gordon Freeman with three to zero, uh, with a 3-0 to zero host vote. Um, and then, of course, with uh, Zelda, he has um, his magical sword, his boomerang, his bow and arrow, his shield, which was the deciding factor in his last fight against Gordon Freeman. Yeah, and he also has his power bracelet, power ring, and he could heal himself with a uh, water. <laughs> and, oh yeah, uh, like, well, water of life, water of life, yeah. not all water. <laughs> I was like, just regular water, okay? <laughs> yeah, he just jumps in a pool. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah, but um, yeah. So let's go directly to Patrick right now. <laughs> no, <laughs> kidding. Um, so let's see, Spider-Man. Okay, he's uh, fast. He could uh, get around a lot. I think the one issue we had. With uh, Link's last fight was that Gordon Freeman, while he had fighter power, he couldn't get around that shield. Um, I think Spider-Man's the case where he can. He can, you know, he could easily maneuver himself all over the place. Um, he he's strong. The only thing is, is with him, it's going to be something where he's going to have to use his webs to either throw Link or. Um, even just hand-to-hand combat as far as winning, like his firepower isn't isn't too great. Um, but, you know, he usually makes use of his webs as far as, like, you know, like I said, he could conceivably, like, you know, web up uh, Link and throw him or smash him into something or even just restrain him. And then, you know, he is strong, so he can uh, take him in hand-to-hand combat. Uh-huh. Um, it's kind of interesting because I could almost see with... Uh, Link and his weapons, is, I, I would see Spider-Man as someone who could kind of have the potential to disarm him. Yeah, I mean, I do too. That, that's, I mean, this is a really hard one for me. Um, I, I, I mean, Spider-Man, he's faster. He's the only thing that Spider-Man's not, and I don't know. Maybe Patrick, you you, you can disagree with me on this. Um, mm-hmm. I'd say Link with his gauntlets is stronger. Uh, um, I don't know. I I I might say. Well, he he moved like huge boulders or something, right? Like, in puzzle, yeah. like Link. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But at the same time. Um, Spider-Man can lift up some pretty heavy shit, too. Well, of course, yeah. So I'm just trying to think of the heaviest thing that Link's lifted compared to the heaviest thing. Because I've seen Spider-Man lift up a like a garbage truck and li- lift it over his head. And that's, you know, a garbage truck is how how heavy you think a garbage truck is, you know? Yeah. yeah. At least a ton, right? And well, another thing, too, like, yeah, I was thinking is... At least. I've seen Spider-Man, like, get thrown really far and, like, you know, smash through, like cement walls and everything and he's hurt but he's like survive you know he could survive it you know yeah um, so i mean he has like that strength and uh yeah. yeah i don't know it's it's pretty 
What do you guys think? I mean, like, not verdict, but do you have anything to add to it? I mean, we I know mean, these characters pretty well, so. Yeah. Um, I think one thing, the biggest factor for Spider-Man and that comes into it is his spider sense. Yeah, well, yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, I think that his spider sense is always downplayed, especially in, in the movies. Um, and, but in, and, like, in the cartoons and stuff. But if you ever really looked into his spider sense, I mean, it's like he could pretty much tell the future of what's going to happen. Yeah, like, right before it happens. Um, um, but, I mean, it's not like it's, like, an instant. There's, like, more time than he can see see it happening more than just, say, a split second before it happens. Yeah, yeah, He no. has time to react. Um, uh, I think um, there's, like, uh, and then Link, he has a lot of arsenal, but he his throwing weapons and stuff like that, to me, ain't going to do no good. I mean, unless Spider-Man was hurt or something and he threw a bomb that was going to blow up, like, right by him as he's trying to get away from Link, say, for, for just to get some distance. Uh-huh. Other than that, Spider-Man would just throw the bomb back at him. He would web up his boomerang. Boomerang's out of play now. Um, he's going to have to... When he goes to fight Spider-Man, it's going to be straight up. Now, Link is a master swordsman, and he might be able to get the sword out of his hand, but he wouldn't. I don't see him getting the shield. Yeah, I was thinking that, too. I think... Pretty much indestructible. And then, two... Yeah, I know that Link usually uses the the same hand he uses his um his uh his the, the hold his shield is the same hand that he uses that gauntlet of power that we were just talking about. Oh Whatever. yeah. I mean, he, I mean, I, I'm not saying Spider Man couldn't couldn't yank it away, but it'd be harder for him to try to yank the shield away than the sword. Definitely, yeah. Um. Once again, with the bows and arrows, I don't see him catching Spider-Man with those either. I mean, I, even though, like if you play games like, say, um, Spider-Man Edge of Time or or even Spider-Man um, um, Shattered Dimensions, it, they they did it really cool where like people were shooting Tommy guns at him and if, if, you know, he can dodge it like really fast. I mean, so throw, projectile weapons aren't going to hit, especially the ones that Link have. If uh-huh. a, if a Gun or automatic weapon can't pin him down, then I, you know, anything that Link has projectile wise isn't gonna be effective. Yeah, yeah, you know, and I, I know you mentioned this a minute ago. I didn't want to break in when you said it. Uh, the whole thing about his spidey senses being more powerful than people uh, give credit for. I agree with that actually. Um, a while back, I think it was our first or second tournament. Um, I realized exactly how uh, powerful his spidey senses could be. I mean, literally. Um, in in a fight, I mean, he could dodge almost anything that comes at him, you know. So yeah, I mean, um, here's something else that comes to my attention that recently has nothing to do with Link, but with Spider Man. Mm-hmm. I I never heard of this comic, and my friend pointed it out to me, and so I'm actually trying to find it. But um, he, there was this comic where Spider Man took out all the X Men. Oh, okay. Single-handedly. Interesting. So, to me, I'm thinking, like, you think of mutant powers and stuff like that. If someone was trying to go up against Link, you know, he's only going up against Link by himself. As powerful as Link is, I'm not saying he's just going to blow through Link. Yeah. But Spider-Man's powers get really downgraded a lot. If you really take in consideration a lot. Just like Link's powers usually get 
a lot of people just see Link as he has a sword and a shield, and he throws a boomerang and a bomb. Yeah, but he's a lot more than that. He's yeah. more powerful than that. People don't realize that. Yeah. And, and so, um, I mean, are we doing verdicts? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Unless, Frank, do you, Frank, you have anything else to add? Or is that good? Uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's the same idea as I had. I just think uh, the thing is, as I was thinking, too, with his webs as far as, like, disarming him or restraining Link. The thing is, is I think Link's strong enough to where he could get out of it, but I think the webs could still slow him enough, slow him down enough to be a factor. If nothing but, else, he could disarm his sword pretty, maybe not easily, but... You know, yeah. his shield less so, but I think he could disarm his sword. But again, as we were saying, Link's only weapon is not his sword, but still. Go ahead and finish, Frank. I'm sorry. Um, that, that's all I was really thinking, really. It's just that uh, I think the webs could um, kind of help him out a lot. I mean. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Like, I, like, I could see him pinning him down for a time and... You know, like, even if he doesn't take his sword, if he webs up his sword to the ground or something like that. Uh, again, I think Link's strong enough where he's not going to just, you know, get webbed once and then, you know, he's out of the fight. But, I mean, I, I, it'll definitely slow him down. Yeah, I agree. All right, go ahead, Patrick. Go ahead with your verdict. Well, like I said, projectiles aren't going to work against Spider-Man. I mean, the only way a bomb might work is if they were fighting a neural corridor or something, you know what I mean? Even if he was up on the ceiling, it's going to be, like, you know, stuck. Yeah. If anything, um, Spider-Man would just throw it back at him. So, it's going to come down to them fighting up close. Um, like I said, I can see Spider-Man, like, he, I've seen this tack plenty of times where he, he'll jump, like, on the shield maybe to try to pull it off of him. Yeah. Not gonna work. He's gonna get swiped at. He's gonna dodge that, or even he might even get nipped because he's so close and he is leaks a master swordsman. It's fast. Even with spider sense, he might get caught. I don't know. But after realizing he's not gonna bust through that shield, he's gonna um, or be able to take it away from him. He's either gonna go for the sword or just dodge an attack and get behind Link. Um. Yeah, but I. As powerful as Link is, um, even though he has magic, it's not like he uses spells to, like, you know, be able to do... Yeah, they're second. There's, like, backup ability almost. Yeah. It's, it, but even his magic isn't... It's mostly his short, His sword is magic. His shield is magic. It's not like I'm casting spells. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even with the magic wand, you know. Uh, it's it's just a matter of time to... of of. Spider-Man either webbing him up or just getting that knockout blow in. Um, but it's going to be work for Spider-Man because of Link's uh, fighting ability and his that shield is what's going to be the big up for him. Mm-hmm. But I think Spider-Man's going to take it. Cool. How about you, Frank? Yeah, I think um, I think that uh, Spider-Man's going to be able to slow down Link and his quickness is going to help him get... Uh, kind of open shots on him. Uh, again, the thing is, is I don't think... I mean, they're both strong, but the thing is, is uh, I don't see either of them as having, like, kind of maybe, like, any kind of massive firepower. So 
you know, they're not going to just like one shot each other or, you know, oh, yeah, one, of, no. one of either one of them doesn't have the, the, you know, enough of a strength difference where one of them's just going to like knock one of, them, one of them out or just like, you know, like I said, one shot them. Yeah. But um, I kind of see uh, Spider-Man as being able to restrain Link, slow him down, web around, like kick him in the back, like how he does that little swing move and everything. Um, yeah. And I, I'm going to give it to Spider-Man, but I think it's going to take him a while because... Mm-hmm. You know, he's pretty much going to be, like, you know, kicking him, throwing him around. It's going to be, like, a slow fight. Um, and, you know, I, I see Link as being able to get a couple shots in, but just the quickness and the ability to to restrain um, Link will be kind of like what will, you know, eventually Spider-Man will win. But I think it, it is going to be, like, a slow fight because uh, I don't think Spider-Man's, like, powerful enough where he could just web up Link, throw him, and then win the fight, you know, like that. It's going to be kind of a long fight. Well, I agree. I think that it's not that he's not powerful enough. It's just that Link is too experienced, and he's strong enough as it is to where he wouldn't let that happen. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I, I mean, yeah, he's I mean, like up Juggernaut before even Hulk, and of course they were strong enough to bust through it. But even for a second, they were able to do it because their attacks are just like I'm going to charge at you. But yeah. Link is strategi- strategist. You know, he he's smarter than just to know, know to do that. So that's why I think it's not that Spider-Man doesn't have the ability to do it. It was just that. Link, Link would be able to stop him. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's like Link's powerful enough and smart enough to where it's, it's not going to be a one-shot, you know, whatever. Yeah. And with that, well, my vote is uh, just like you guys, Spider-Man. So that means the winner is Spider-Man himself. He's uh, come a long way in this tournament, and he deserves it. Well, well that, uh, like I said, go ahead, Frank. Well, I was just going to say, well, what that basically means is for the finals, it's Marcus Phoenix and Spider-Man. Oh, shit. <laughs> Isn't that like you're basically two of your favorite <laughs> characters, Pat? Yep. Nice. That's going to so, be a uh, one. So Patrick's going to go with the tie. Nah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's see. It's, it's, not, it's not like, uh, to me, it's not like Link wouldn't have a chance. It's just that, um, what's it called? Uh, um. Uh, shit, the spider sense is just going to be too much for for him. Yeah, I, I think Link could have a chance. And again, you know, if if we take the hundred battles, I just think um, it comes down to Spider Man will win more. You know. So you're so Spider Man's the winner. Yeah, Spider Man unanimously again. Spider-Man. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Had to do it. <laughs> yeah, all right. So that's it for our verses, and that's it for our episode this week. And as Frank said, um, next week's is going to be Spider-Man versus Marcus Phoenix. And I, I think I said this last time, but I'm just going to reiterate it again. After next week, um, we will have a two- to three-episode uh, break from verses, and we will start, uh, what I believe, season three of our verses. Um, so a few changes that will come then, which we will talk about more uh, in the weeks to come before we start. Uh, and we also will have some. Well, I'll just I'll just leave it at that. We'll have some interesting changes to our verses. Um, hopefully, they'll be good in in the eyes of our uh, listeners. And if you have anything you'd like to see in our future verses, please Uh-oh. send us a line. You can do so at kvgto4 at gmail dot com. You can uh, find us at our at Facebook at facebook dot com slash kvgtpodcast. Our webpage is kvgtpodcast.com. dot com, and our Twitter is. At KVGT Podcast, I am at KVGT Jeremy, and Patrick is at Big Solo Six Four. 
And yeah, that's it for us. Um, you the YouTube address? Oh, well, no, but do we have a YouTube address? I guess it, I guess it would just be youtube.com slash kvgto4. I'm I checking believe. right now. It will yeah. be... Yes, it is. So yeah, yeah. youtube.com slash kvgto4 um, to find our, our YouTube address. And also, uh, I'll have a link to that and, and everything I mean, else that I talked about in the, in the it, show notes. If anything, just type in KVGT in the search, and it should lead you to the page. Yeah, uh, KVGT04, I believe. I, I I think I've done it, which is KVGT. So. Okay, yeah, and we're on there, but if you put KVGT, that's also the um, uh, airport initials for an airport near Las Vegas. So uh, yeah, Right, I think you might need to put in 04. Last time I could have sworn I put in... Yeah, type in KVGT04 and it'll give the channel directly. Or Nights of the Video Game Table, and we pop up there, too. Wow. Uh, so, yeah, that's it for us. As for our family, as always, we have the Nerdgasm Network at nerdgasmnetwork.com, extraplay.info, rpgweekly.com, uh, nocorders.net, superbudgetbrothers.com, and the Intrepid Audio Productions at... In, in, I always mess up when Intrepid.lipson.com. No, Intreprod. Intraprod. Oh, yeah, dot com, and I'm spelling that out because, yet again, I do not have him on our website yet. Um, I need to get in contact with him and uh, get his uh, icon. Uh, in the meantime, I'm probably this, this week I'll just probably just put up a temporary link for them. Uh, so, yeah, that's it for this episode. Um, yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Have a good week. <laughs>